friends. Welcome to another episode of the Long Distance Friends podcast. Today's long distance friend is my girlfriend, Sarah. Sarah and I met on the first day of high school and we're just going to catch up, talk about life, you know? Yeah, hold on. I think I just, okay. Hi, gorgeous. Welcome to the show. You look so hot. Thank you. I had had to get tall out. I'm, I'm a guest. You, it's so funny because like, I feel like when other people are on, they're like, time to look pretty. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm ready for my close up, please. I've washed my hair for the first time in a week and a half. So that's, this is fantastic. Like I, it is, it, listen, it took three shampoos. It was embarrassing. (laughs) That's okay. In the end, it was, it was done. You did it. And that's all that matters. I'm obsessed with this home decor. I know you just moved into a new apartment. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I got all my stuff from Home Goods, all my decoration stuff from Home Goods, and a little bit from Amazon. Um, and then the large furniture pieces I got from Rooms to Go. So big. Um, to go. What a like icon of the 2000s. I know. <laughs> I feel like in the 2000s everything was Rooms to Go, and then now it's like, I have no idea. I have no idea where to get furniture. I only went to rooms to go because they do 0% financing for 55 months. So Ooh. my, and like you have like a monthly payment. So I got like my couch, bed frame, mattress, and box spring for $58 a month, which I don't I, think is that because I probably couch- should have done that. Oh, well, I'm like yeah. afraid of payment plans. Why? I don't know. Like, I think I grew up with the mindset of like, if I cannot pay for it in full, then I can't afford it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, but then I also feel like I have to pay everything in full and some things are really expensive. And then I get stressed because I'm like, I could have more money in my bank account right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Like I was looking like I, you know, decorated the whole apartment, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then work starts on Monday. So obviously I haven't gotten paid for anything because I haven't started yet. So I was looking at my credit card and I was like, like knife to the chest. I was like, this is going to suck paying it off, but it'll be fine. But it also is going to suck. Yeah. It's like, I try to pay my card in full every single month and every single month I'm like, well, I had to buy a mattress. Like I have to sleep somewhere. I could let it sit for a little bit or, and then I look at my bank account after I pay them and I'm like, I know. Oh my God. I know. I'm, I'm like trying to like coordinate in my big spreadsheet, like where every dollar is going to go. I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is exhausting. This is something that no one explains to you when you like become, uh, I guess we're considered adults now because we have jobs yeah. and we're not cool. Um, Like becoming an adult is that like everything is, a so expensive I mean I knew that but I didn't know it until I actually was like having bills stare at me in the face you don't realize it until you're like this is three hours of my job yeah this is three hours of work (laughs) me at my desk trying to get through the day oh my god literally so I know you you went to college you got a master's degree Mm -hmm. so tell me what your 20s have been like thus far the 20s I would say have been good I think they've they've been on a progressive upward trajectory Amazing. So, which I agree I think it's great um my four years I so I 
did all five years at Florida State. Some of my first four years at Florida State were, were good. I mean, I was in a relationship during that and, you know, it was fine. It was so fine. <laughs> the episode that's going to come out before this, Jess and I recorded on Monday and I told uh-huh. her that we were going to be recording and she was like, is she still with that guy? And I like, I literally had to cut out part of my rant about him. I was like, he's nasty. He's a horrible boy. He's, he's a bad boy. He's I, a nasty man. Uh, I think he, I think he meant well. I just, I don't think that he had the emotional capacity to like be in a relationship. And I think it took me too long to pick up on that, but yeah. we kicked him on the curb and now we're doing great. Um, So undergrad was was good but I was in you know that whole thing and then my my year for my master's was honestly like my best year of college ever yeah um I met like all my girlfriends who like I know that I'm going to be best friends with for the rest of my life you know like those like core group of college girlies yeah um I mean the master's was great the FSU MBA program was fantastic um and I, I gained a lot of skills. I met a lot of fantastic people. I made my resume look great. You know, all those mm-hmm. good things. Oh, Penny's yelling at me. Um, <laughs> so I think the 20s have been good. I think a lot of it has consisted of understanding what makes me happy and what I want. And I understand that like, you know, I'm only three years into the 20s. So I, I don't even fully understand. Like my brain's not even fully developed. So right. I guess. <laughs> and I got that two more years until my brain is done cooking and I get that um but I think that's also like honestly like kind of fun because like I'm growing still even though like mm-hmm. not physically like emotionally and mentally I still am and I and I'm excited to continue that journey into like this new stage of post-grad life yeah and I know you experienced something that I didn't realize was as common as it is, but like you had a job offer before you graduated Mm -hmm. and it fell through. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, so I was going to work at a pretty like relatively known retail company, um, in New York city. And I was going to work in fashion, you know, the whole, the whole deal. And I, interviewed for this job probably like school started my master started in August I probably interviewed for it in like September and then I heard back like a week after Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and like out of like my friend group at that time I was the first to secure a job you know I you know had this fantastic like life that I projected in my head um like I was gonna go to New York City I was gonna be a little city girl and I was gonna do all this stuff um and then a month before graduation, which was in this past August. Um, so just think about that timeline. I was a week after Thanksgiving, November, 2022 Mm -hmm. to like a couple weeks before August, 2023, I was planning to go to New York city. I was, you know, I had my like roommates locked down and I was, you know, planning on going a trip with them to New York to find an apartment and, Mm -hmm. you know, get settled. And then I was sitting in a firehouse sub waiting for my sub and I got a phone call from this random number. And for some reason, I don't answer random numbers. I'm like, if they want to chat, they'll leave a voicemail. But for some reason, I was like, "Mm, I got to answer it because I I think it was like a New England area code. And I was Mm -hmm. like, what are the odds? What are the odds they're coming, you know, calling to say hi? 
So I answer and it was the primary recruiter that I was dealing with. And she's like, look, like, I just got to let you know, um, we're pushing your start date out from, I was supposed to start when was I supposed to, October. I was supposed to start October. Um, they were pushing me out into like February, March range. And I was like, okay, well, why? And she gave me like, you know, the quintessential HR answer. It was like, you know, this is, you know, has nothing Business to do with need. It's yeah. Yeah. And then I just don't think that they had, you know, the resources to maintain the amount of people that were coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, you know, I get it, you know? So I was like, I don't think that I should just wait around until February, March to see if I could figure this out. So I, you know, was starting at square one, which in my head was so stressful. I was like so up in arms about not having something said because I mean, you know me, I like to have things figured out years in advance. I am a planner. And I think that's why you were able to have the year that you had while you're, you were getting your master's because you were like, everybody else is like, oh, I'm like going to have fun. But also I'm terrified because I don't have a job yet. And you were like, I don't have to worry. Like, I don't have to, I, yeah, that was my mentality of. for a long time. I was like, yeah, good luck, girl. That's not my problem. I got a job. I got a job. I'm good. And not, you know, a show off way, but in like a, in a, I like don't have to worry about it way. Emotional security way. Like I right. didn't have to think about it. Like I, I can study for this exam and not worry about sending out my resumes or dealing with interviews. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a lot of my friends and a lot of my people in my cohort were you know, we're in that situation for a long time. Um, so I, I had to like start again from square one, which was just driving me nuts. Um, and I was sending out a, an obscene amount of resumes every day, just trying to get someone to email me back. Um, but eventually I did. My friend got a job offer with the company that we both work for now. And she and I were, were out and she was on the phone with the recruiter and like accepting her position. And the recruiter was like, Oh, is there anything else that I could do for you? And my friend was like, you know what? Now that you mention it, my friend, Sarah has applied for the analyst job uh, in Jacksonville. Can you take a look at her resume? That is so insane to me. Like genuinely, I I think if I were that recruiter, I'd be like, I but, but like the recruiter, it, it's the so lady, bold like, that sure. like you you have to look at it like usually the yeah. way these things go is you're like anything mm-hmm. any questions for me and it's like yeah like what's your company culture like I know what's... I know and I was so Do you she, like it my, my friend turned to me and she's like I got this you know what <laughs> <laughs> I love women I love oh, women I, I, I love like, my girlfriends I only I only have this job because of her and I, I'm sure I would have eventually gotten, a, you know, an email or interview back from them, but it would have been like the next day, like it was. Right. Um, and it's, it, it all it's so out. hard. Cause like, I, I work in a area where like, I do see recruitment of stuff and like, you'll have one job posting and one spot to fill and a hundred applications. So it's like, probably not going to look at all of these. Like, I'm just going to set a filter and be like, Knock out anybody that uses the words this, this, and this on their resume because, like, they probably won't be a good fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but then to have someone that's like, because, like, again, I've had 
people's employer <laughs> reach out to me to be like, hi, can you look at them? Because they really want this job. And I've been like, hold on, let me go look for their info. That's crazy. That's yeah. So like literally like, just having right someone speak up for you does yeah. insane things. Oh, I know. Well, because my friend said that to the recruiter and the recruiter was like, okay, like I'm pushing it <laughs> right now. And I was like, okay. So I had an interview like that Thursday and then I had my next interview Friday and I got, I got the job that Friday and I know. And um, I'm, I'm very excited. Work starts on Monday. So we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to do, you know, a follow-up episode <laughs> to see how everything's going. But Absolutely. Yeah. So I feel like you, you are my oldest friend that is like a corporate girly yes. now. And I feel like I was a psychopath and pushed myself into the corporate world faster than all of my friends, yeah. which was beneficial because then it was like, well, now you have a fantastic position. Yes. Like, and I, I, I joke that like, I've had friends that are like, Hey, can I use you as a reference? Cause like on paper, you look like a really good reference. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like, sure. Yeah. Um, but you and I have been friends for almost 10 years. Has it really? We met oh, when we were yeah. 14 years old. Wow. Oh my God. I didn't even yeah. That. Is that not insane? That's like, so wild. Right. 14. We were 14 when we met. We were children, little babies. Literally. The photograph that you sent me, I think it was like on Snap from like, we were wearing blue. It was, it was a pep rally. So what is that, junior year? So um, that was the step up pep rally where we were sophomores because oh. there was a different person that we were mutual friends with who we were not friends with the following year. Ah, there you go. Who was in one of those photos. And I was like, Damn, this is old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 10 years. We're going to have to do something. I know. You're literally my, like my oldest friend. That's crazy. Literally. I've had these realizations. For being friends for that long. Woohoo. Made it through. And I think one of the funniest parts is like, for me having to realize that like every single one of your friends, it's going to be like a unique relationship where like you and I have been long distance friends for for years like the majority of our friendship has been us living in totally different places yes like but like every time I'd come home you and I would go to that little French restaurant French restaurant get our quiches and our macaroons and we would talk so much (laughs) back about everybody (laughs) We we need to do that soon. We do. That, and then you know, when the I come home for Christmas, it was always your birthday. So yeah. I was always like. Yes, yes. Well, I don't know when I'll be. I'll probably be here for my birthday. So you could just you could just fly in the airport that's 15 minutes away from me. Exactly. I'll come visit. It'll be super Perfect. fun. That'll be super fun. But yeah, no, I mean, it is insane to me that I'm like, we'd have like a couple times a year be like. 11 a.m. Meet me at the French restaurant. I've already ordered your, what is it? The like red pepper and feta quiche. It was goat cheese. It was red was it goat cheese. Yeah, it was goat cheese. <laughs> so good. And then we would get the, we would get the lavender macarons because they did not taste like soap. They tasted The rose like- ones tasted like soap. The rose ones are gross. 
we would get the last the lavender the chocolate and the vanilla one remember yes and they would put like whipped cream in between them and we dip in the whipped cream oh my god and then we get our iced teas dear french people who just got super insulted that we were like we dipped our macarons in oh whipped my cream god. it was delicious we, right? we can never show face in france like they'll they'll come for us now Maybe we, maybe that's what we should do one day. We should plan like a girl's trip to France and just be like, we'll be the cringy American people that are like, I'm just here for Bonjour. the- Bonjour. Can I get a croissant, please? Bonjour. Can I have un croissant pour favor? play. I have the worst Southern accent and I think it's so funny. Oh my gosh. But yeah, so we throw back because I saw that recently and I was like, holy shit so funny we were so old then that and then it was like when we became like like over the past like year or two once a week we'd get like a vlog update of yeah well cooking a hello fresh box yes and like a hello fresh here's what's going on i remember like i remember seeing you like your name on like my snapchat and i was like i haven't talked to her in a while and then you were like, you should like download Marco Polo. And then, I mean, it was just, the rest was history from there. Cause like our schedules are so vastly different mm-hmm. and like our lives, like, so like 180 of each other. So it, I just think like, it's the best way to communicate. Cause like when you go to work, you, you usually typically work really late and I'm like in bed by night. Yep. So it, it works out perfect. Yeah. And it's, I always joke too. I'm like, I no longer am on medication for ADHD. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it works for me because I get really insecure about interrupting people. But it's like, as soon as I have a thought, I'm like, oh my gosh, connection. Like, yeah, me too. Or like, I'm adding to it. See, we're connecting. And usually people are like, you're interrupting. And I'm like, but- I'm so sorry. But Marco Polo, I'm like, I made a list of everything that you just talked about. Here was my thought for this and this and this and this. I I know like in all my Marco Polos, I'm like, okay, what was like the fifth thing you mentioned? (laughs) And I love that it saves them too. It's Snapchat for adults. I always love going back. Like I'll just like scroll back and like click on like a random one and be like, oh, that's what we were doing that day. That's Mm -hmm. funny. You know, when I like to check in on people. Yes. It is phenomenal. It's I've, I feel like I have a handful of people that are on it and I'm like mm-hmm. having like when you get out of college, it really sinks in that like, okay, I just spent a couple of years in an environment where like I had friends around me all the time and now I'm in like the real world. And how do I stay connected? How do I keep having that? Like, you know, like the hierarchy of needs of like how, how are my social needs being met with the people that I have the bonds with? Cause like, they don't just disappear. Yeah. I, I definitely um, agree with you. I mean, I'm more in that space now because I just like got out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely weird because like you said, I like in Tallahassee, I lived two minutes away from all my closest girlfriends and then all I would have to do or all somebody else would have to do is like put in the group chat, oh, let's go to township. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, we would all be sitting at the same table. Like, that's not the case. Like, I have girlfriends who are in different cities and in different states. Like, I, I think now the focus is shifting into like these more like adult relationships and maintaining these adult female friendships is like mm-hmm. active communication and like making sure that, you know, you are 
still nurturing these friendships, even though you are, you know, hundreds or thousands of miles away. Yeah. And like realizing that it takes way more effort than it did when it was like, oh, we live next door. And like, I don't feel the need to reach out to you all the time because next week we'll go grab a drink and catch up and whatever. And then being like, Hey, so like, if I want to go grab a drink with you, I'm going to have to buy a plane ticket. So you have to drive a bajillion hours. (laughs) (laughs) I joke that like once a year I do a tour de Florida. You do. (laughs) So I have a new stop on my tour de Florida. Yes. You do have another stop on the tour de Florida. That's so funny. Yeah. I I think it's going to be interesting now because like all myself and all my girlfriends were transitioning into, you know, in our jobs and in our lives. And a lot of them, like I have one friend who's already engaged and another one who is like probably going to be engaged before the end of the year. Yeah. And they start having kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's interesting to see how it's all gonna I, I know it's gonna be fine but it's just it's gonna be interesting to see how it progresses and you know just making conscious efforts so speaking of relationships getting to the point of marriage and engagement um you did have a very serious relationship that was a couple years long I think mm-hmm. you guys lived together for a bit there we did we lived together for a whole year we were together for four like four and a half years did and we you lived- guys break up while you were living together oh yeah oh yeah like oops yeah, we did we did we did oopsie um, daisy whoopsie doodles but thankfully we lived in a two-bedroom so i was like you're gonna move your stuff in the guest bedroom there you go um yeah but, it- so you're back out there <clears throat> wait i'm sorry what'd you say so you're back out there this past year uh, mm-hmm. i feel like you were like all right i'm gonna start dipping my toes in it and like you are an icon to me you are my queen like I lived for my Marco Polo updates where you'd be like I have a guy driving down from Alabama like three hours to come visit me and that guy literally I remember it so vividly picked you up took you to get a drink for like a two-hour date dropped you off like was a gentleman and And drove two and a half hours home didn't try to sleep with you didn't try to make fun I mean, it didn't, it like nothing like happened with him because like he traveled a lot, but like yeah. that isolated first date was great. Okay. And it, I feel I like it set away. your standard where you were like, oh, that's right. I, yeah. Am oh my God. It was, it was great. He called me and he's like, okay, we're going to go out tonight. And I was like, you live in a different state. How are you going to do that? And he's like, I'm on my way. I'm in the car. I'll see you in two hours. I was like, Nothing is sexier than a man who makes a fully detailed plan, acts on it, and keeps you posted of like, hey, by the way, I'm already on my way. You Mm -hmm. need to wear maybe like jeans and a cute top. Mm -hmm. We'll -hmm. have two drinks. And then we we got dinner. We got drinks at like two different bars. He dropped me off. Uh, We kissed, dropped me off, and then drove home. And it was 2 a.m. He drove two hours home at 2 a.m. I was like. I was like, are you sure you just don't want to like sleep on my couch? Like really, truly it's so late. And he's like, no, we set that boundary. I'm going home. I was like, a king. Genuinely a king. An American hero. So what is the best first date that you have been on in the past like year and a half? 
Oh, geez. It was probably honestly that one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it does set a really high bar. It, he set a quite a high bar. Um, I'm trying to think. Because, you know, there's some real winners and then there are some real losers. <laughs> so different question. What's the worst first date? Oh, man. Okay. That you're like, I got to block your info while I'm sitting here. Hmm. Um, well, everybody had a code name. Like I didn't refer to them by their real names. Ridiculous. Um, so I think um, I think maybe a a fine gentleman named Sweaty Lightweight. Um (laughs) so serious. so serious so i take it he was a heavy drinker and bone dry yeah (laughs) um oh jesus christ um i went out with him twice um second time i was like i don't i i was just kind of bored and i was like i don't know we'll see what happens um and the second time I didn't tell him that I wasn't going to New York anymore. So he was asking me questions about moving to New York city. So I pulled up my phone. I went beep, bop, boop. And I pulled up a random New York city apartment. And I was like, this is where I'm living. I love lying to men from dating apps. Like genuinely, I just got back on hinge. I know you are now on hinge yep. mm. and I am unhinged on the hinge. Those screenshots you send me of the stuff that you say to people, I'm like, I mean, you don't say anything bad. You're just like, you are just so to the point. And I had the one guy that was like, so are you going to give me anything more than a one word answer? Like I'm looking for deep connection and conversation. And I was like, okay. He said that to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry. I'm trying to manipulate you into thinking that I'm a quiet cool girl so I can you know like spring my I never shut up personality later and it was like also if you want me to answer with more than a one-word answer ask me a better fucking question sometimes these men are so dry and boring and like that is like the that is like the quickest way for me to be like meh like like yeah I'm just like, you have to have at least like, there's two avenues that you could go, right? You could have a thought provoking conversation and then ask me out on a date or just come out of the gate swinging and ask me out. Those are your two very distinct paths. I have someone right now that's pussyfooting around asking me out and has like, kind of like dipped his toe in the water of like, do you like, do you like margaritas? Do you like this? And I'm like, and then he did the whole- He did the whole like, oh, I guess we'll have to like travel more together one day. And I was like, hey, that's a red flag. Um, This whole like future planning when we haven't even met is a red flag and it's weird. So either ask me out or I'm going to stop responding because like you seem kind of cute. But if you have a squeaky voice or like are weird in person, it's not going to work. It ain't going to work. Yeah. I I mean, mean, I'm all about, you know saying oh let's do this let's do that but you right. have to like make them tangible and you have to make them actionable like you can't hit me with a 
we should go travel to the Maldives. I'd be like, we're not gonna do that. I, I don't know you. I don't know you. Like, come on. You're a stranger I met on the internet. Be for real. So, so like if you tell me, you know, let's go to blah 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 game or let's go to blah 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 event. Or we should do this, or we should do that. I'm like, okay, like that's actionable. That's right. reasonable. We should go get a margarita and watch a minor league baseball game. Cool. What day? That sounds like a fantastic day. I that's a, that. that's an easy way to test the waters and make a plan. Like yeah. I, my prompt for the best way to ask me out is by asking me to a planned meal or drinks at least two days in advance, confirming the morning of and showing up on time. Oh, that oh. is my prompt. That is like, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Nobody's fucking done it. <laughs> and and that's okay, because somebody will. You yeah. just gotta you just gotta find them. I don't know. Well, oh, I yeah. mean, yes. But I've shared with you, like, I'm just really enjoying some of these conversations because oh, I yeah. send them to you. Like we had the guy that wanted me to get deeper. I answered oh, one of his therapy. deep questions. Therapy. And it's turned into full therapy where he was like, he needs help. I lost my virginity recently and I, I was coping with the wrong mechanisms. I tried an edible for the first time and I was like, in, <laughs> in retrospect, the minute he said, I'm coming out of a season of hardship, I should have known. <laughs> he said, he sent me like this big fat thing and like in the middle of his season of hardship and you're like, tell me about it. And then he just went right in. They will <laughs> tell you anything. I like they'll say anything. Some of that I probably wouldn't tell a stranger on the internet. No. Oh my God. No. No. I, I did tell one of them that I have a podcast and he was like, What do you talk about? And I was like, my interactions on here and like life. Uh-huh. And I definitely not directly talked about him, but like, I don't trust blonde men. Like if you're 28 with naturally blonde, blonde hair. Adult men are not blonde. I'm sorry. Correct. (laughs) Correct. And if you are like blonde, blonde, boyhood blonde is what I call it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you feel like, you know, if you can't be bleach blonde if you're blonde okay but like bleach bleach blonde like a dirty blonde that's fine. got it that's fine but like super blonde that is for the girls it's just just odd and and the babies and the babies it's just odd i'm not mm -mm, not a fan not a fan so what is your favorite prompt of yours oh um let's see i'm gonna pull it up um I have the one that you have where it's like uh, the, the best, best way, way to ask me out. And I all my what my answer is just like naming a time and place. That one doesn't get a lot of traction. Um the I have then I have green flags that I look for look for and then my answer is when you walk on the part of the sidewalk that's closest to the road because I just think that's so nice. Even though that's basic. It's the I bare mean, minimum. Bare minimum. I um, love when guys are like, I'm the kind of man that holds the door open. And I went, that's that bar is on the floor. Yeah. Can and you then, raise it? 
Yeah. And then my most irrational fear is a down escalator. Um, <laughs> that one's funny. That one's I feel funny. like that one must get a lot of responses. That one gets a lot of, that one gets a lot of traction because they're like, well, what about the up escalators? And I'm like, that I didn't include that. So I have no issue with those. Right. And then like, well, and then I had some guy ask me, what about like the people movers that are like at the airport? And I'm like, that's fine. It's vertical. It's not like if it stops, I'm going to slingshot down. No, no. I mean, I've, I've fell down, down escalator in high school. You remember this? Do you remember this? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You remember when you, (laughs) so that's why. And that is stuck with me, Olivia. Oh my God, it is stuck with me. Like, I cannot shake it. Like whenever I encounter a down escalator, I'm like, everybody's got to go first first of all like you gotta be able to catch me yeah everybody's gotta go first and then I'm I'm like standing at like the top where like you know like the the grates are where the stairs come out yeah and I'm sitting there like hyping myself up at 23 almost 24 years old like trying to get down the escalator it is it's not great but that's what that's my most irrational fear okay see my two other ones get more traction Mm-hmm. I have let's debate this topic sweet to savory breakfast ratio that's a good one if a man is like a hundred percent sweet all the way I'm like okay so you're a child absolutely not like if you have a huge sweet tooth and are like like insane I'm like so you're a little childish mm-hmm. like I've seen it before and I brought it up with like one of my exes because he like had a huge sweet tooth and I was like I saw this thing online and he was like I don't know I disagree and I was like, I don't know. Like your idea of a fun night is like, let's go play mini golf and go go karting. And like that's super fun. But I also want to like look nice and have a steak with a glass of wine. Yeah. They can't be like an always like right? like sometimes I want to shake my ass in a club. But my <laughs> other one is right. I'm weirdly attracted to someone with a job. You always get some funny responses out of that one. It's usually like, hey, I have one of those or like the hand raising emojis. And I'm like, oh my God, congrats. The bar is on the floor. I, I'm i not nice to these men. Like genuinely. Not. I'm not a nice girl to the boys online. The internet men. But like, that's fine. You don't have yeah. to be. You should right. be. Right. Like. You like I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of poke the bear, as you as you should, because I feel like that gets like the most genuine results. That and also it helps me stand out. I think because I feel like a lot of people are like, "Hi, how are you? What's your favorite color?" And like, yeah. like very like kind and like right because this is a stranger that I don't know, and I look at it and I'm like, "You're a stranger that I don't know," and. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to be kind of unhinged. And if you can create a good banter, I'll consider letting you buy me a drink. Yes. I think that's a great way to do it. If they can handle like the passive aggression and sarcasm, um, then I'm like, okay, check. Like, great. We, yes. We got- and if you can't, then you're probably really boring. And you're probably really boring. And life is a little too short to be bored. Amen, sister. Amen. Amen. yeah well we'll have to get you back on here when you've had like more time in this new city's dating pool 
Because yeah. I'm sure it is like day and night different than a college town. It's, I would, I would say that it's better in some respects, but it's also not worse. It's just different. I and mean, that and also being on it as like a corporate girly versus like when you're in school, you're like, let's go grab a drink at 2 p.m. Yeah. Can't do that because people no. like, whatever. Now um, you're like, I'm sorry. I'm a I'm, business baddie. I'm a business girl. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going good. I mean, I have, I think I have a date with on Sunday, so I'm sure you'll be getting a full recap about that. Um, so, but it's not with, it's not with Amazon, somebody else. Hmm. Okay. I love nicknaming them. What is the best nicknames that you've had for guys from the apps? Oh, um, decoy duck um sweaty lightweight um football wannabe um uh alabama boy um i don't know i think my top ones are sweaty lightweight and decoy duck oh my favorites that is so good right now like the ones that i have right now i have jesus hair um six four white guy who like (laughs) brought it up himself and was like everybody says I look like Jesus and I was like this guy's in my phone is Jesus hair (laughs) I was like that's crazy I don't know where they'd get that from he was like yeah like I don't get it and I was like (laughs) wonder why (laughs) crazy um we have boyhood blondie Mm. Um, we've got leg tat guy. Ooh, love a leg tat. Love. <sighs> it's his whole leg is patchwork. Oh, that's cool. Like, tattoos, mm. and oh. then I found out what they were because I couldn't really see them. Oh, it's all like movie paraphernalia. Like he has the moon from ET with ET on a bike across it. Huh. It's a little extreme. Huh. Okay. Well, you know, maybe it has some emotional significance. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But hmm. yeah. Okay. That's odd. <laughs> there's a mama's boy. Um and then there's just John. There's John. I think the <laughs> best game for John is just John. I mean, maybe big booty boy. Like that's all we've talked about. So he sounds like a blast. I don't know. He keeps pussyfooting around. Oh, it's that, it's that one. Maybe that should be his nickname is Pussyfooter. Hmm. That has real punch to it. It does. I should let him know that. See if it changes. Yes. These things. Yeah. This is what I refer to as uh, to my friends. Yeah. What do you think? Well, Sarah, it has been a pleasure. Thank yes. you for joining Hi. us. Cannot wait to have you back in a couple yes, weeks to get yes, an update. Yes, we'll be back. All right. Love you. See you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.